specifically the news about me and my mysterious British boyfriend, with my closest friend. And Robin had guessed it the very first second she saw me. I suppose that's what the whole BFF thing was all about. We opened another bottle of wine as she regaled me with the highlights of her India trip, and I filled her in on all the news about me and Derek Stone, the hunky British security expert I'd met a few months back during a murder investigation. Yes, we'd done the deed, as she'd shouted to the world earlier. And yes, he was opening a San Francisco branch of Stone Security. And yes, our relationship was so new that I still tingled every time I thought of him. And yes, I'd boldly offered him a place to stay, with me, until he found a home in San Francisco. So yes, he was staying here, but no, he wasn't home at the moment. Right now, he was flying back from Kuala Lumpur, where he'd provided security for an installation of priceless artwork from the Louvre. And yes, I'd been threatened by another vicious killer. Robin had been packing to leave for India at the time, and wasn't around to hear the entire story. So I filled her in on all the gory details. The killer was safely tucked away in jail now. And that was my last three weeks in a nutshell. As we cleared the dishes, I figured it was time to ask Robin the burning question I'd avoided long enough. So, did you see your mother? I asked cautiously. Robin scowled. And we were having such a lovely evening. Sorry? Not your fault, she said with a sigh. Yes, I saw her. I left my group in New Delhi and flew down to Varanasi to spend some time with her. And yes, she's just as annoying as ever. That was no big surprise. She and her mother, Shiva Quinn, had always had issues. Shiva's real name was Myra Tully, and she was raised by missionaries. Suffice to say, Myra had a real savior complex from the get-go. In the 1970s, Myra had accompanied the Beatles to India to see Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. While there, she changed her name to Shiva Quinn. No one was sure where Quinn came from. As for Shiva, Robin always thought it was telling that her mother had named herself after the supreme god of Hinduism. When Robin was really irritated with Shiva, she'd call her Myra. It didn't help that her mother was tall, glamorous, and model-thin. She was also sophisticated and interesting, and everyone loved to be around her. Her missionary upbringing gave her an awareness of the world and its problems, which led her to become the spokesperson for a humanitarian organization called Feed the World. By the time Robin was ten years old, Her mother was traveling constantly, returning home every few months for only a day or so. But that was okay with me, because when Shiva left the commune, Robin would stay at my house. We had a slumber party every night. I would have been happy if Shiva stayed away permanently, but I could never say that to Robin. How long did you visit with her? I asked as I started the dishwasher. Three excruciating days. Robin laughed dryly. She's such a drama queen. She couldn't settle in London or Paris. No, she had to go live in Varanasi. I swear she thinks she's Mother Teresa in Prada. She shows up at the marketplace and women beg for her advice on everything from childcare to fashion. Childcare? Are you kidding me? That's a little surprising. You think? Robin shook her head. But you know she loves it all. Never mind, I promised myself I wouldn't bitch about her. 
but it's always so tempting. Anyway, the city of Varanasi itself was awesome. I'll probably return with a tour group sometime. I saw the monkey temple and walked for hours along the ghats overlooking the Ganges. It was amazing. I took lots of photos. I'll send you the link. The ghats were the flights of steps that ran for miles along the Ganges River. It all sounds fascinating. It was, and I have a surprise for you from my mother. For me? Yes. She held up one of the bags she'd brought with her. Do you want to see it? Of course I do. Let's go to your workroom. My curiosity peaked. I picked up our wine glasses and followed her to the front room of my loft, where I did my bookbinding work. We pulled two tall chairs close together and sat at my work table. Robin turned the shopping bag on its side and slid the contents out onto the surface.